You're listening to. Hi. Oh my god, I knew all of those words. Oh, you did? Whoa! Ah! Kim's getting Korean. Wow. Yes. Steve. And that's uh, Kim. Kim. And Kimimida. Keshi. Keshi. Keti. Keti. Something oh, like that. Variations. Yeah. I have a you choice. Know, you have a choice. We're, we're figuring it out. This is this is a new season. A new season of Korean drama podcast. Thanks now for, with 20% more Korean understanding of the language. Yep, yep. <laughs> I hope we didn't lose you with that intro because <laughs> you thought that this was some lang- foreign language thing. Um, that's about it. Sorry. Uh, we're not going to do any more <laughs> Korean language stuff. Um, but yeah, we are here to talk about Itaewon class. Oh, doesn't it just feel so good to start afresh? Oh my gosh. It's it's scary a little bit. I still have trauma sweats mm-hmm. from Secret Garden last season, mm-hmm. uh, which is only a few months ago, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but I the- have to... S- mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kathy, please. Oh, no, 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 please. I was just going <laughs> to say, I because of Secret Garden, I had... Truly zero expectations coming into Itaewon class. I mean, I know a lot of people love Secret Garden, but uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I just not my cup of tea. Different strokes, man. But the past is the past. Yes. We know as we do not go get ahead of ourselves. So we do not go behind ourselves as well. Oh, oh wow. You know, the flip side of the coin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. So we all watched, oh shoot, Itaewon class? Am I saying it right? Yeah, yeah, Itaewon. Yeah, de. Hey, Itaewon. You know what? Let's, let's get that out of the way. Yes. Itaewon. Itaewon. Uh, Itaewon yeah. class. I know Kurasu. Korean is the most fucked up language to read Romanized or whenever it's in English. Mm. It's like people can't make up their minds on how to spell Korean things in English. Mm. But Itaewon. Um, mm. Is how you say it. Yeah. You guys know about Itaewon? Like the, not the show, but that we're watching, but um, the, the, this, the district in Seoul. Well, I just they, learned about it. Yeah. Cause it's they said it's show. the most expensive. It's like they're San Francisco. Yeah. It's, um, I would say it's kind of more like the Brooklyn, uh, maybe more, more fancy than Brooklyn, but it's like, um, it kind of came up really quickly in the past decade or so. Cause mm. before that, Itaewon was um, known for being a very seedy, shake, kind of crummy little place. Um, and also, as it so happens, a lot of um, non-Koreans, uh, mili- U.S. military presence, foreigners were hanging out there and, and doing their stuff. So it's kind of like associated with kind of like shadiness and crime and stuff, mm. too. Mm. Um, but it's transformed uh, in the past, you know, several years. It, it's turned into like this poppin'. A vibrant nightlife center uh, with great cafes, clubs, bars, restaurants, all that. It sounds great. I would love to go. Yeah. I mean, that kind of leads uh, like me to, I'm so curious what you two thought the show was going to be about. Because I know we want to talk about our first impressions but before we get there. I'd love to hear what, you, like if you had any thoughts coming into it of what it was going to be about. Well, so the first part, I don't even know if we want to talk about because I don't know who that girl was. She just came (laughs) and then she left. I don't know who she is. But after her, she had this uh, therapist thing. After her, they did the opening and it really made it seem like the opening credits. It made it seem like it was going to be like a breakfast club type show, which I was down for. Yeah. That was a dope intro sequence, by the way. It was. It was very stylish. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I thought it did a great job of explaining like, oh, these are who the people are. And we all live in this uh, like neighborhood. That's where I learned what Itaewon was. Mm-hmm. was from the intro. Yeah. That's true. They, they did a good job of summarizing in 10 seconds what I just explained in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
we like in in the intro episode that we did Marvin read the description, right? And mm-hmm. that's the description that I believe we read to each other when we were deciding what show we were going to watch. And so, I mean, for me, I had a completely different impression. Like I thought I thought yeah, it was going to be like a breakfast club or like a, you know, friends or that kind of thing. No, yeah. no, no. I completely forgot about that synopsis based on this first episode. I didn't know it was going to be or at least right now so far it feels like a coming of age drama kind of thing right yeah very yeah, violent definitely. like where does I did the con not... man come in it's like oh i guess we'll find out oh x-con x-con oh x-con yeah i mean i didn't know it was going to be violent at all and i really hate violence yeah. i really try to like avoid watching things as violent and i was like oh so i guess if you haven't watched the actual show yet, you should know that there is there is violence in it. And here's the thing. It felt very much like a movie because he like goes through a complete arc. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the I story's mean, so done. We, yeah. I don't know where they're going to go. So, <laughs> so, so our main character, Ryohei, right? Bad pronunciation. Uh... Seroi? Uh, oh, I was thinking of a different show. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wrong <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Not the Japanese drama podcast. Yeah, I was just laughing. Oh, my god! I've been caught. I've been caught. No. Wow, wow, wow. We are okay. lucky to have Kathy syndicate for us on the Korean drama podcast. <laughs> I, like, suddenly try to turn us to a different very violent show. Okay, no. But I, I didn't know his name because I've only been calling him Loner. I don't know if you guys have a nickname. Ooh, Loner. I like that. I've been calling him like new kid or bad boy, but I like Ooh. I like loner. I, I've been calling him in my notes um stylish bowl cut. Okay, I okay. wanna talk about this damn bowl cut because <laughs> this is the same haircut that the kid in not the kid, but the the guy um uh the actor's name is Wuchik had in uh Parasite. This is the same haircut. Is oh, this like yeah, a is this like right, a common right. is this it's a the, common Korean haircut? It's kind of a trending style, yeah. Okay, I, see. I don't know if it is. By the time you hear this now, that trend has already faded in Korea. So <laughs> I mean, it reminds me of like in the early 2000s. Like, uh, I, I feel like this was a popular haircut in the early 2000s with like the Backstreet Boys and like NSYNC and stuff like a that. Little, so like, frosted tips. It will yeah, but stuff. like this yeah. like really uh, yes. like like he kept like you can't see on the podcast what I'm doing, but he kept like petting his hair down. Yeah. In the front. And I, mm-hmm. it, it gave me very early 2000s vibes. Well, mm-hmm. it shows us that he's no nonsense, right? He like doesn't right. mess around with fancy haircuts. He has a bowl cut with a small fade, and he, you know, <laughs> nice. He doesn't very technical. <laughs> he doesn't. He like it doesn't have time for girls, right? Because he rejects the girls' chocolates at the beginning. He wants to be a policeman, and he believes in principles. That's like what we know about him. Our stoic right. hero. Yeah, our stoic hero. Mm-hmm. His name is very cut. interesting. Yeah. His name's Heroi. It's very strange. I thought so too, but I was like, "Oh, I don't know anything." <laughs> I just thought that Korean names was was just uh, two two words or two syllables, and not this is the first name that I've seen. Yeah, that's three. You're right. You're right. Usually, traditional Korean names tend to be two syllables, I guess you could say, or two characters. This is three. So I. At, at, at a certain point, I started calling him Roy, just for short. Roy! <laughs> oh, sorry, I it's wasn't Hedoy. wrong. I'm not wrong. It's close to what I said before from the yeah. other that's, show. That's, that's, that is exactly right, Kathy. Right, right. What you said is correct. Roy Hay. <laughs> um, no, Roy Bullcut. Roy mm-hmm. Bullcut. Bo- that's going to be really <laughs> oh, difficult no. to say. But Roy we Bo-cut. meet him when he is he's transferring schools. Right? right. Because his dad is getting some kind of promotion at this like company that I believe makes sauce. I it seems like they make like gochujang, you know? I, I, uh. My understanding is they're like a conglomerate. So they do a lot of other stuff like food product ingredients and stuff. Mm-hmm. And their name is also kind of interesting too. That company name is called Changa, which means like marriage in Korean. So I don't know how Koreans would perceive that maybe they don't think it's a strange name but maybe it's just me yeah i don't know name company names sometimes are weird i would think it was uh 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 i i would it would give me pause if there was 
um, a food conglomerate in the U.S. that was called Marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. But then, maybe like, the, our- maybe my knowledge of what Tanga could also mean, maybe because they did have the Chinese characters based uh, mm. of what the words mean. Maybe I just didn't. Oh. Um, I didn't catch that. So it could be one was long. Different. I noticed at least in Japanese, and I believe Chinese too. Mm. Oh, wow. Hmm. We've come back to language learning. And I'm you know, sorry. I love it. No, <laughs> Thanks for I coming love back it. to our language learning program. We are all trying to learn languages. The know. words I know are hello, <laughs> welcome, my name is Kim. Also, don't you know, like, the red apple is hers or whatever. That's what Duolingo always tries to get me to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Goyangiga tongdugamnida. And that's what I learned truly in Duolingo. And then I follow my cat around. The house would say that. He really mm. doesn't like it. <laughs> I bet he loves it. He's just trying not to look too thirsty, you know? I guess that's true. Maybe he's just like, you know, he, he loves attention. But anyway, he can't, he can't pull focus here. No. He pulls focus all the time in our home. Well, because so our Roy Bullcut boy is transferring schools. He wants to be a policeman. Um, and we find out from his dad that the chairman of the dad's company's son also goes to that school, right? And mm-hmm. he wants them to be friends. And then the dad also reveals that their family motto is never compromise your principles, but we're getting glimpses that daddy's compromising his principles, okay? Mm. You know what? I, I like that. Um, it's kind of like, you, if you're familiar with Korean dramas, they use a lot of for sh- like, Korean drama tropes that you can mm-hmm. see that you can already start to see the pieces being set into place, right? The seeds, and if you will. This is this is the thing. Is I think I was waiting. I was I was looking for different stuff as seeds that I miss these like really big seeds because I I guess like I'm so like used to with Secret Garden. Like at first I was like, okay, where's the garden stuff? And then it turned out the garden was like not really anything. It's all <laughs> these like very, extremely like mini, microscopic seeds that were the big ones. So I was like, not I, I, I missed the the big, big seeds of like, you know, uh, your values are the most important thing. And like this beautiful, this beautiful relationship between father and son and how the father is like also a father figure to um, the young woman who uh, I wrote down as short hair girl. So I didn't have anything better <laughs> to write down at the very beginning. But I missed them. I missed these big seeds. Yeah, he's a good, he's a really good dad, that dude. He, so the woman who you mentioned, Kim, I w- I've been calling her Lindsay Lohan because she's, she was a mean girl in the first <laughs> scene we saw her. Right. She's mean to that right. homeless person, remember, which is not yeah. true. Well, I mean, how would you react, though, if like somebody grabbed your arm? You know? Well, he- here's. Oh, so I'm trying. This is gonna go into a whole thing, but I try to like be nice to homeless people because so many people are, like ignore them, you know. So I try to yeah. like at least give them. I you know I don't have money to give everyone money, but I will be like, I'm sorry, I don't have money for you. Acknowledgement, today. yeah, some acknowledgement yeah. of like you're a human, I'm a human, and I can't help you out today, but I hope you find that. Um, but she's not a Lindsay Lohan's not about that life. No, uh, you know I think with that specific scene. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but the whole wrist grabbing, hand grabbing thing from a man to a female is like a thing that not only is commonly seen in Korean drama as a, like a trope and that people wonder about that a lot, but I think it really is an issue that they've kind of subtly addressed or, or broached upon in that scene by saying, it's like, it, the reason she, she's not a mean person, but this thing that happens to females probably more than it should in Korea is cause for her to turn real nasty towards this guy, but then he's homeless. So then we are, I think the writers really like try to like pull us apart in different directions at the same time. You know, it's like, we feel bad for this homeless guy, but at the same time, you don't go grabbing people's wrists and being like, Hey, you know, to be fair, the homeless man was pretty aggressive. And we do learn later that she doesn't like people who don't help themselves, which I also find problematic. But I will let go. Oh, yeah. I will yeah, let right, it go. Yeah. Right. I, I missed that let it scene. Go for this. <laughs> um, it, does see, it, it, is, it is our first um, glimpse, though, of her who I actually I don't even think I wrote down what her. Oh, Sua. Sua. Uh, Sua. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
this is our really kind of our first glimpse of like Sua's uh, desire to um, not depend on not 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 depend on other people to really be self-sufficient, to really like kind of shut herself off from the world in a way, mm-hmm. um, which we later learn is, you know, a, a larger part of her life. Yeah, because we also she's also in the orphanage um, that the com- the sauce company sponsors or formerly sponsors. So we know that she's an orphan and she's had a hard life and that this sweet, sweet, sweet daddy um, has offered to give her money to go to college, to give her a loan. Um, I wonder why. That's a lot of money. But he's like just like a sweetheart. Yeah. I mean, it it, it seemed to me that uh, he probably had been like, like involved with the orphanage for a long time and probably, you know since she had been there for a long time as well it seems like she's i mean they're they're all high school age so it seems like she's maybe been there for a while um and you know he became kind of a father figure very much her. like father daughter dynamic yeah yeah it's very that. sweet i loved it mm-hmm. i have to say i know that sounded sarcastic but i did i loved it i thought it was sweet i yeah i loved it too yeah mm-hmm. it made me a lot, so... lot of really sweet moments just yes. in this first episode they're and really, that's like, why I, Oh, God, that's why I was like, by the end of the episode, I was like, Kim, you're so stupid. Why were you not like <laughs> you? I I, because I didn't know what the show was going to be about. And I didn't think it was going to be a drama. Like I did kind of think it was going to be like more rom com than it was. And it was obviously if you've watched it, you know, it's really not that at all. And so I like I missed it. Like I, I thought I thought the seed was um when uh when Roy Bullcut made dinner for his dad and uh the dad was like oh this soup is too bland like you didn't season it enough I was like oh is that a seed of like a health issue for the dad and it could have been but it ultimately <laughs> didn't matter in the end I well I also wrote down the orphanage is Catholic question mark like maybe that would be a seed later and it does nothing it was just a background actor we, yeah yeah we were just reading way oh yeah because there was a nun details. yeah <laughs> I was like oh I didn't like I I I guess I don't know why I would think there wouldn't be nuns in uh, in Korea but we've done so much seed hunting from Secret Garden but we oh don't need to do it and we, we don't, don't they really it. lay it out for yeah. you I yeah. mean but sometimes we're like with super graphically. magnifying glasses we're like detectives no that's not us this time yeah, yeah. much more clearer more um just you know proper writing i would say like this is man like yeah not a moment i mean they have that wasted. netflix money mm-hmm. you know that that's right you know shoot maybe that's what it is oh but w- as for the orphanage though um uh with the with the church and stuff there's a lot of there's a big catholic presence and christian presence in korea mm-hmm. um christian uh korea is known i think still for having the most amount of churches per square kilometer number one korea number wow. one in churches wait number, number one, one in, churches. in churches out of everywhere or out of the Asia? whole world. we have the <gasps> most amount of churches so many churches wow that seems wild you look at the skyline at night there's all these little neon red crosses just covering this the, the cityscape oh wow i didn't i mean i didn't know that Me and, and uh that doesn't mean that everyone's like a good christian or anything like that though so no, sure. I just think sure. of like Catholic countries, so that just like blows my mind. Because you know my family's from Poland, so that just blows my mind that they let that one slip. They do have the most bars per capita or per square kilometer or whatever in one city. Like that's what they're known for. Anyway, it, that, that was a fa- claim to fa- I, that was a claim to fame at my college. Was like we had the most <laughs> bars in one in like two in like a certain number of city blocks, like of any college campus. I went to a huge party school. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. That was in the school brochure too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a tour guide, and we weren't supposed to say that. But you, but you, did. you, you give a little wink. We had a whole. Well, I don't want to get into it. Anyway, <laughs> well, speaking of school, speaking of school, the short-haired girl, Roy Bullcut, and then the chairman's son, who I called Bleach Boy because he has the most awful bleached hair. I would love to throw out a suggestion for a name for this guy. Yes, please. Also based on his horrible bleached hair, I was calling him. Draco Malfoy and his father <gasps> Lucius Malfoy. Yes, um, because his hair is bleached, but because his actual hair is either brown or black, when he bleached it, it turned orange instead of turning like platinum. Yeah, that was a bad job. bleach job. Yeah, yeah, bad dye job. But yeah, I was calling them the Malfoys. It felt I right. Honestly, love that. Is that well, a, Drake- is that a Harry Potter character? That's correct. 
It's Tom Felton and I don't know the name of the actor that played Lucius Malfoy, but they they struck me as very similar. You know, yeah. it's a father-son team of like they have a power dynamic and they like think they can like push people around because they have all this money and power in this very secluded area. Just look up a picture. Wait, he- Draco's the son or the father? Sorry. We could come up with a different name because Steve is not familiar with these references. But Draco is the son and Lucius is the father. Okay, Draco sounds more younger and contemporary. Okay, cool. Lucius sounds more older. Okay, got it. Got <laughs> yeah, it. there you go. Draco's yeah. the son. Draco is like beating up a child. <laughs> no one cares. His classmate. Poured milk on him. Oh yeah. my God. Um, Like punching him in the face and shit. Like pouring. Ugh, it's awful. Um, So... Roy Bullcutt, who we know is very into his principles, is like, you need to stop that. And Draco's like, sorry, my dad owns the school. Not really, but like, don't fuck with me, basically. And then um, Roy Bullcutt is like, kind of unsure of what's going to happen. And then the teacher comes in and the teacher ignores the blatant bullying that was happened. So what does Roy Bullcutt do? He punches that sucker in the face. Sometimes. Really unexpected. Yeah, <laughs> I really didn't you know expect what? that. I was clapping. I was like, "I That's was my boy, Roy." Yeah, but I still thought at this point that this was maybe a rom com somehow. So I was like, "Oh, he's just gonna intimidate him, but he's not actually gonna do the thing." Which then I also thought at the very end, and I was wrong. <laughs> I was very. Oh, wow. I'm not proud of it, but I was very much like punch him, punch him in the face. Like oh the yeah, whole I scene. mean, fuck this guy. This, <laughs> this guy is such an asshole. Oh, my nickname for him was Dick Face. So <laughs> Dick Face. I was like, also, yeah, Dick Face needed a good punching in the face. He oh, man. did. What Truly a dick. So horrible. Props yeah. to the actor. He makes me so angry just looking at his face. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Such yeah. a punchable face. And He's... also props to the actor that played the young man with the glasses uh, who was <laughs> yeah. being bullied. Oh, yeah. poor um, what a difficult work day. And then later in the show, uh, in the episode when he's like, looking at the 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 weird paper that the school puts up with a the, list of children that have been expelled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and his he's like so like he 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 emoted really well. I was like, yeah. This is this is a contender for what was the guy that we Champagne Frank. This is uh, a contender. Sh- I really like this guy. <laughs> yes. Akin to how I like No lines Champagne but Frank. Sh- scene stealer. Mm-hmm. Scene stealer. He's he mm-hmm. was he was doing a great job. He was like, I am gonna, you know, he played Glasses the role. Glasses Charlie. Glasses oh, Charlie. Right he was really well, he's not Champagne it. Frank because he's too young. He might be Milk Frank. Mm. Milk Frank. <laughs> yes, a little flashback for you. Yeah, a little homage. Yeah. Oh, well, my gosh. Oh, Roy Bullcut gets in trouble for this, right? So he basically gets expelled for this because he sticks to his principles and the dad has to resign from the and company. The, this was such a beautiful, like, I. Oh, yeah. The the dad's acting, I, uh, I was so like, I was oh, like, this man. dad cares about his kid so, so much. He does. And he's such a good dad. He's so sweet. He's like, don't he teaches him how to properly drink. And he's like, don't worry about me. We're going to open a restaurant. You're going to get your GED. We're going to be fine because we stuck to our principles, which is something I forgot, which I was like, I love that. Mm-hmm. I oh, I love it so much. I yeah. love that. I love the dad. He reminded me so much of my own dad. Shout out to my dad, dad, if you're listening. Um, you know, he it was just like such a such a kind person. It, it's even more gut wrenching, I think, because I don't know how many traditional type of Korean dads would be like that in Korea. Right. That's what I thought. I this was, was like, kind this is of not... like the projection of what. I think a lot of people would want their parents to be like for their kids and back them up instead of cowering and kowtowing to the powers that that be. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, I did want to ask you something Mm -hmm. um, about. So just rewinding really quick uh, when they were in the office and Lucius Malfoy was like, we're not going to have this kid expelled, but he does need to bow in front of my son and apologize. Oh, and I was like, it's, it feels to me that there's like a cultural context here that I like I I I am not fully getting. Like, is this something that's reserved for like grandparents and the the king and like not the king, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, really what? high esteem people. This that scene. I mean, every this whole episode is loaded, but that scene also was loaded with stuff and. When it when it comes to 
the the bowing part like when okay when lucius was saying that oh your son should bow to my son that is ridiculous that is not how normal parents would play it out normal parents would have been like all right just you know apologize to each other and then you know let's just be let bygones be bygones but lucius walks in like a freaking asian like darth vader and sits in the principal's <laughs> chair um and is like weird getup of like a very dark roby kind of sith lord attire yeah 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 um and and to the point where even the principal normally parents um are very respectful to teachers and principal figures because they know that these teachers and principals are the key to their children getting into college and their and and a job and all that stuff but for the principal to even be like standing off to the side like a butler that's also making a huge statement about mm. who this chairman person is and how much power he has over mm. this school and this town probably I did call him OJ Godfather for most of it because he always had a glass of OJ. Like, yeah, <laughs> I yeah think that's like a very Godfather. yeah, very interesting choice. The orange is it OJ? It might be Tang. Who knows? Ah, uh, Tang. Tang Godfather. Tang, Tang Godfather. Tang Father. Oh, Ugh, the Tang know. Father. <laughs> oh God. But well, yeah, no. You, but I just wanted to add, add back to um, Roy Bullcutt's father's acting. Mm-hmm. They don't even they don't make it obvious with a with like a obnoxious close up to mm-hmm. his wrist. But if you see him, you see him in the background fidgeting with his watch. It's like he's nervous. He's you could see that he's nervous, and you think you you're not sure. But in that moment, you're like, oh my god, he's gonna he's gonna totally just like throw his own son under the bus. It feels like it's like and it then, can go either yeah. way. And then his, they just, his acting really led into that too. Cause he was yeah. like, you know, I'm so disappointed and like, or not, he didn't say I'm disappointed. He was like, I don't even know who this person is. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, he's, he, he, he keeps his eyes averted in subservience. But then when he's like, that was amazing. My son, he's like, I'm oh, amazed by him. Yeah. <laughs> looks Lucius Malfoy straight in the eyes and says that that also is a sign of like a fuck you. I'm backing up my son. Mm, yeah. The eye contact. Yeah. It's and at I this bet p- you so many Koreans cried at that because I'm being I'm feeling emotional just thinking about it. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I felt very emotional, too. I just thought it was so nice. And I thought that the, the actor did such a good job, too. And at this point, oh, I went on IMDb.com and I was like, is this guy like a prominent Korean actor? Like he's doing such a beautiful job acting this scene and like, you know, really making like making it feel real. Um and I looked it up and I was like, I was like, where is this guy? Scan, 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 scroll, scroll, scroll. I was like, where is this guy? And then it's just, I should have known because he was only <gasps> listed as, um, as Seiroi's dad oh, in the no. credits. And I was like, well, oh, that's weird. And then I didn't think. <laughs> IMDb did its own foreshadowing. I know. They tried to warn you, Kim. Because I thought I was like, this guy's doing such a great job. And like, I was like, oh, my gosh, this dad is so wonderful. And like, you know, he he cares so much about his son. He's so proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was very sweet. What a what an episode stealer. It was like all like. I mean, everyone did such a great job. Right. But the yeah. father also. You, the, you yeah, feel the- so invested already. I was so invested and like very similarly to uh, like uh, this also happened when I watched Okta. (laughs) I watched Okta and like I was so like immediately I was so in love with Okta, the like pig, the big pig. Um, And so then I was like really horrified uh, for the rest of the movie. And then uh, I I don't eat beef and pork anymore (laughs) after Mm -hmm. having watched that. Um, Shout out to director Bong for that one. Yeah. Um, and I felt the same way. I was like, oh my gosh, like so like attached to this dad who cares so much about his kid. He reminded me so much of my own dad. And then I was like, ah! <laughs> Yeah. I will say this, like the dad felt like he was enveloping you in like a warm hug because he was so sweet, as the whole series did, especially after mm. like Secret Garden. It was like, Yes, please guide me into this good drama. <laughs> you know, like Yeah, we need wholesome me. parents. Yes. We we need we want to see more wholesome parent action. Yeah. Uh. 
what goes great with watching Korean dramas? Snacks? Uh, no, Asian snacks. Okay, that's like, okay. And good news, Irvin's Singapore's number one snack has finally come to the States. Irvin's? What's that? Oh my gosh. Irvin's is the original salted egg chip. They use real salted duck egg that has been brined for 30 days, then steam cooked and hand mixed into the potato chips or fish skins. Then real salted duck egg yolks, say that five times fast, fresh curry leaves and red peppers are diced into the bag. Whoa. Not only that, get this, Irvin's is a gourmet snack with all the real food ingredients literally baked into the chip. Yum. I love real food ingredients. Visit eatirvins.com to order your Irvin's chip today and use the promo code KOREANDRAMA, all caps, for free shipping on any order. That's eatirvins.com and promo code KOREANDRAMA. Careful, they are dangerously addictive. Seriously. We warned you. Mm, yeah. By the handful. Oh Hey, I'm Bill Yu, and you may know me from a blog called Angry Asian Man. And I'm Jeff Yang, author, journalist, and celebrity dad. We host a podcast called They Call Us Bruce, an unfiltered conversation about what's happening in Asian America. Each week or so, we host a discussion about some of the most vital and interesting topics in our pop culture and our community, bringing in guests who are shaping and informing this thing called Asian America from Hollywood to D.C. and beyond. Uh, we got media, entertainment, food, family, politics, representation, the good, the bad, the WTF of it all. So check us out wherever you get your podcasts or at theycallsbruce.com. Peace. Peace. You make me back. So we left Draco and he's like showing off his new car to Lindsay Lohan, who I'm going to... Hyundai Tiburon Limited Edition. Yes. That car. <laughs> shout out to Hyundai. Yeah, sh- shout yeah. out. Um, but Lindsay Lohan is not impressed. And yes, I'm going to keep pushing that name. Um, <laughs> but she remembers that car for later. And um, she remembers the license plate, mm-hmm. 7777. Yeah, because it was easy. very important to get that. Um, and then, so basically, the next part is uh, Roy Bullcut helping Lindsay Lohan get to her test on time. And they like, Bond, basically. Mm. Um, I, and Roy has a flip phone in 2019. I thought it was. Oh, it is 2019, huh? Oh, well, I don't um, know. This is a more. This is a way more recent yeah, it, show. I think uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe for high school students, they <laughs> special phones. I don't know. Maybe they're really advanced flip phones. Probably. I mean, I it mean, could be. I, I'm just like t- truly so shocked to see. Um, well, Roy yeah. Bullcut doesn't strike me as a dude who's like flipping through Candy Crush during the day. You know, he's like just needs he's, a utilitarian phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. yeah. Maybe Not that's what efficient. they're saying. He's yeah. got this ancient phone that's strictly used for phone like messages and calling only. Yeah. Maybe that's what the and like maybe he doesn't have the money too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They didn't strike me as like destitute, but no, no, they had a nice apartment and they yeah, had and the enough da- money the- for the pub. Yeah, the dad was like, yeah, I have money saved. Oh, and, we'll just- and he also paid for Lo- Lindsay Lohan's tuition. So Yeah, so he's they're fine. He's actually pretty, doing pretty well. Yeah. 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 Well, so It seems like he's pretty high up at this like big company. Yeah. He, yeah he's, he's like the senior vice president at Nestle or something. Well, yeah, we yeah, find yeah. out that he Ooh. co-founded it with freaking Lucius. Wait, what? I Wait. missed that part. No, 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 no. It was King. It was the woman's father. Oh. oh, right. The woman okay. who we haven't mentioned because she's not very important. Her dad helped fa- uh, found it and then died. And then you're kind of like, oh, did Lucius kill him? That was like the impression I got. Oh, oh okay. interesting. I did okay, not. I missed that. Uh, I didn't catch that. But catch. I mean, I caught I caught that the woman's dad, but I didn't catch that. Or I didn't make the same connection that maybe oh, Lucius okay, killed I'm glad him. I caught that, that the, there are nuns at the orphanage. Nothing slips past me. <laughs> Yeah, you, uh, you can't trick me. No, a lot of a lot of uh, American Christian influence in Korea because of the Korean War, right? <gasps> oh um, yes, this makes a lot of sense. Like the missionaries were the first to kind of really come and try to like, you know, get all like, you know, preachy, yeah. literally. And uh, well, it and worked. Also teach English, and then you know, Koreans are like, all right, free education, short thing, why not? Number one in churches, it worked. Number yep, yep. one in churches. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so they're getting ready to set up this pub. 
And they're going to, the daddy, sweet daddy is going to name it after Roy Bullcut, which is very <laughs> sweet. And then he's driving with supplies. He's driving and on we, his motorcycle. We had se- yeah, we had seen a very quick montage, like, where he buys this moped, this, mm-hmm. like, like motorcycle slash scooter. And I was like, that's kind of weird. And then. Well. And then. Oh, God. You know what? I could feel my chest tightening right now. I was like. This is a Korean drama trope. Everything's too happy. Everything's going too swimmingly well. Oh my well. God. He's on the phone, but at least he's got an earpiece, wireless, you know, hands-free phone, talking on a moped. Good, that's safe. But still, where's the music? I feel very, it's very quiet. And then he oh looks God. down at the photo of his family. Oh God. Oh God, here it comes. Ah. The most graphic. Mm-hmm. Graphic. It is as though they strapped a GoPro to the head of yeah. the action yes. actor who did this stunt. And remember how bad the stunt was in Secret Garden, the car crash? Remember how awful it was? There's like no yeah. blood. This one is like, no, no, no. This one was too much. I was like, oh my God, somebody should have told me about this. I wouldn't, I don't want to see it. Also, it wouldn't, I'm sorry to take a pause, but it wouldn't be the Korean drama podcast if we didn't acknowledge that they did do a cover of Ben Fold's song <laughs> during the montage. <laughs> what? They did. I was like, why do I know this? <gasps> it's on my university <laughs> Ben Fold's acapella CD. Oh my what? god. What? Which yeah. song? Uh I don't remember it now. I think it's the uh the um it is it is. Just trust me, it is. It is. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Only I didn't you even would notice that, that. I'm gonna oh rewatch it and I'm gonna send it to you. It is it That's definitely hilarious. is. Please do. I was so devastated that we were watching from a point of view Oculus style. I know. I was <laughs> like getting what is happening? Oh but what's crazy God. is this isn't even the most dramatic part of the no. episode. I oh thought that was going to be the I end. Mean, I thought it was the end. I also thought, like, I watched, first of all, this episode is so long. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. I watched the first 40 minutes of it, and then I was recounting to my partner. I was like, gosh, this show is so much wilder because somebody already got punched. Little did I fucking know. <laughs> you weren't ready, Kim. Oh, my God. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Oh, oh, I was so I was sitting there with my mouth open. I was so horrified at what I had witnessed. Yeah. So the, basically, Roy Bull, Roy Bull cut, Roy Boy Bull, Roy Roy Roy, <laughs> Roy, Roy Bull cut is at the funeral for his sweet sweet father. Because I was hoping that maybe he was like gonna survive. No, 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 he's dead. He's dead. He died on the scene. He reached for the, the picture of his family. Yeah. They just cut him out Game of Thrones style. Oh, they oh my did. God. And then the detectives come up with crime scene photos. I don't think you're supposed to be handing those out. It's but like, shit, give him a day or two. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. The detectives are like, hey, the person who killed your dad wants to reach a settlement. And Roy Bullcut's not into that settlement. No, 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 no. But the crime scene photos are there. And who should recognize the car in the crime scene but Mean Girls Lindsay Lohan? Lindsay Lohan. Who's there because obviously she really has this connection with uh, Roy Bullcut's father. Oh, and we completely glossed over the part because we don't even have time for romance because there's so much violence (gasps) happening. But she, but she, she gave her phone number to, uh, uh, to Roy Choi Bolka, not Roy Choi. <laughs> Roy Choi Kogi food truck. Uh-huh. Kogi food truck. Roy, Roy if you're Choi listening, oh my gosh, love your food truck. Mm-hmm. I love the Kogi truck. Anyway, um, uh, he's like, she's like, don't get a crush on me, and he's like, why can't I have a crush on you? So we had to gloss over that because there was too much violence, and we were trying to make this uh, season um, the episodes shorter, um, but I feel strongly that it's just, it's. I don't know that it's going to be possible because so much is happening, so much and it's happened. genuinely so, like, taking me on an emotional ride. Yeah. It, it's a roller coaster it, that just it gets is. steeper and steeper even when you think you're already on a vertical drop. Yeah. They take yeah. you. They take you up the they, other way. Mm-hmm. You know those roller coasters that yeah. you think you're going forward, and they make you go backwards. Get real sick. Mm-hmm. I will say really quickly mm-hmm. that I I do miss the acting of Park the Narc and his lackey. Like yeah. I do oh, miss yeah. that kind that of was, acting. That duo. I mean, there's still <laughs> time for that. There, there is still ha- time for that. It might happen. Not in this episode, but it might happen. Certainly not in this no. episode. No, well, so not. Lindsay Lohan recognizes the car and tells Roy Toy Bullcut and. 
I was like, okay, whatever. You do you, I guess. But then Roy Toy Cokey Truck Bullcut starts looking. <laughs> yeah, got to figure out a different <laughs> For Draco Malfoy. He like goes to the school. Ooh. He's not there. Then he goes to the hospital. He confronts Draco Malfoy. Roy Bullcut confronts Draco Malfoy for killing his father. And says he now has to go apologize to his father, right? Which is um Sounds j- justice. a throwback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then starts fucking wailing on him. And I truly thought that he was going it was gonna be another moment of being like, you need to apologize to my father, and then like kind of leave it at that. Cause it's mm-hmm. also raining, it's very dark. Yeah. Um, and then he punches him, and I was like, oh fuck. And then he punches him more. <laughs> he punches him so much. Like, first and you're then- like, oh, he's just trying to mess him up. Then you're like, oh, he's causing real damage. And he's straight up saying, you need to die. Yeah, so you the you need to die so you could go in the afterlife to apologize to my father. The logic is there. But it is, but then the final, final image is him picking they, up. He goes full freaking parasite yeah. and he finds a giant rock. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does he and kill I him? Was, I had to turn, you guys, I had, I had my notepad up over my face and I had to turn the volume almost off because <laughs> I was getting so upset. I was like, this is too much, this is too much. It was too much. It was a lot. It was so much and it was like raining at the sounds. I really don't like <laughs> Another name for this drama could have been zero to 100. Like yeah. it's just like. <laughs> yeah, or like MMA, yeah. the Korean drama. Or I don't know, sunny side, upside down, something. You know and like I mean? it got dark really quick. It did so quick. It went from happy, like skipping stones on the mm-hmm. sunny lake, uh, coming of age story to, I'm gonna fucking murder you. I'm gonna murder yeah. you in cold blood to avenge my father. Yeah, and you can apologize to him in hell or something. And like we don't see right if he does actually murder him with this big rock Not yet. in front of the hospital. Uh, that but... could be room for a Korean drama trope where like, oh, in the next episode, something, somebody, he like either uh, puts the rock down, has a, uh, you know, a moment of uh, consciousness. Conscience. Lindsay Lohan finds him, maybe. Oh, maybe Ooh. she screams out. Oh, you know, yeah, because like she she was the, the elevator moment right before mm-hmm. he left the place where the funeral was. That was like very dramatic. Or maybe yeah, I think he's... even for Game of Thrones, it would have been too much to just get rid of. Yeah. Uh, L- L- Lucius. Wait, that's, no, 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 no. So Draco. Yeah. Draco Dickface. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of you gotta have something Dick to fight Choi. against. Dickface Joy. <laughs> Wait, his name is Chang. <laughs> his last name is Chang. So mm. Dickface. Dickface. Oh, Chang, that's probably why it's called Dang Danga, right? Chang. Oh, I. Uh, right, uh-huh. it's called Danga Co Spices. So if his last name uh, is Dong, then it's probably I why. Dong Danga Co. Mister, nothing gets past us. Nothing gets past us as a collective Except whole. Except for the fact that they were planting a lot of seeds <laughs> that the dad was going to die, and I was just like, you know, "This dad is so nice. You know, that's really that's really nice. I should <laughs> call my dad." Oh, I love that. With the with the funeral scene. Like in in custom, it, the the custom is that um, you're supposed to stand by the 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 funeral photo and all that stuff uh, in observance for three whole three straight days. Oh wow! Mm. Um, so that's also explaining why he hasn't slept or eaten. In, in yeah. Oh days. okay. Yeah, Plus, maybe... also you're just uh, you're not you're just dis- distraught. You're yeah. not really in an eating mood sometimes. No. Um, yeah. But for him to leave his father's funeral site is also sending a strong message about oh. how livid he is mm-hmm. upon discovering that it was Draco dickface Malfoy bleach dip bleach tips mm-hmm. who you know ran over his dad you know really extremely graphic yeah, very yeah. graphic um whoo oh my Woo. god I mean you guys I was like I, I I I I almost put out I almost never like post anything on Instagram, but I truly almost posted in my Instagram stories just like, is anyone watching <laughs> Eat That One Glass? Cause I needed to talk about it right away. <sighs> I don't think I said this on uh I think I said this before we started recording, but I did make the mistake of watching this right before I was going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I can't recommend anything less. Yeah, that sounds bad. 
I thought I was going to have a terrifying dream. I didn't, but maybe tonight. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe you were planting seeds in your last dream. Maybe I was planting seeds for myself. I I think next time I need to leave some time for like meditation or yoga Mm. or a walk outside after. Because I I feel still raw having just seen it like a couple hours ago. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to. Oh, yeah. You watched it today. You really got to just shake it off because it is. Whew, it's heavy and no one uh gave us a warning of that because mm-hmm. i i mean i guess this is my fault because i was like this is gonna be just a nice I mean, tv show about the- <laughs> some friends yeah in the intro scene you see like oh it's like a cool like, you know 20 something korean breakfast club and all was like oh that's that's cool there's like a black guy on here oh awesome that's i've never seen that before in a korean drama oh it's gonna be fun light urban life in the city yeah that's yeah. what i thought that's yeah, I, I mean, I and and even even when when it looked like uh uh Roy Volka and his dad were the ones that were going to open the business, I just assumed it was like uh one of the many American sitcoms that I've seen where, you know, it's it's a family business and then all of yeah. your friends are also around all the time. It didn't occur to me uh what I predict is going to happen now, which is that now that the dad has gotten uh, you know, brutally hit by a car. Uh, that the that Roy Bolka is going to open the restaurant with the support of his friends, which is yeah. But Roy Bolka nice. is going to have to go to jail, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll see. Lucius is not going to let that slide. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah, it's really. Yeah. I mean, it does say uh, an ex-con, so maybe he goes to jail, and then once like he gets out of jail. Forward. Yeah, but he's also the boss of the woman in the first scene. Remember that we skipped over because we don't see her again. The chocolates girl. No, No, the the car, the the car woman, the woman who is in the therapy. Yeah. Uh, So the girl in the very beginning scene is not Sua, um, but apparently, if I remember correctly, she was saying how she's complaining about her boss, who is Roy Bullcut. Yeah. And she's having a existential crisis, and he is like kind of oh, suicidal right. about it. So they so, kind of do a little time jumping. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh gosh, none of this time jumping, guys. Soon we're oh, gonna gosh. be switching bodies, and we'll be back to square Soon one. Be- <laughs> and then they just seamlessly fade back into the secret garden, and we're stuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dead dad's okay, gonna come back it. with a big body switching idea. Oh my gosh! And the dead dad is is he he has a, he's controlling a witch in the forest. Mm-hmm. Oh god! Just oh like god. uh, just like um, uh, Grunge Princess's dad. I'm gonna be so angry if that happens in the next episode. <laughs> I would think it was so funny I, if all of the Korean dramas exist in one like Korean drama cinematic universe. <laughs> KDCU. Really oh man! But so far though, I'm 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 really uh pleased with this roller coaster of a pilot episode if, if there ever was one i think this was like just crazy and amazingly i think it was well written even with the tropes that they incorporated i thought it was tactfully done without being over like heavy-handed um you know i, I thought uh i thought i really liked it yeah i'm excited think? for the next episode yeah I'm terrified at the violence mm-hmm. we might see, but now I'm in it to win it. So I, 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 I think this is a a great like 180 from from Secret Garden. The writing's much better. The acting is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, the shots are emotionally. Beautiful. I'm emotionally invested in the characters. Mm-hmm. Already from the first get from the first episode, right there. From jump, yeah. This is, uh, so far, it's living up to the, the hype. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I'm hooked. I'm in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And uh, we were trying to shoot for a tighter 30-minute episode. It looks like uh, we're back to our old ways. <laughs> we're kind of shorter. It's like 45, I think. I mean, and also compared to like, like based on, you know, how long the episode was, I think we did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to cover in the first episode. They're, yes. By nature, they're going to have to just put all the pieces out on the floor, right? Yeah. Right. So. And and hopefully I personally will be less shocked as the season goes on because I will be existing in the correct genre this time and not thinking <laughs> that we're watching a rom-com. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what? I'm going to make a bet that uh I don't think we're going to see this kind of extreme violence uh for the rest of the season. 
I hope not. I bet we see it once one one more time, like towards like in the last like third of it. Yeah. Mm, I bet we maybe. see it every episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> At the end it's just a freeze frame on somebody holding some sort of rock or a, a fire hydrant or some sort of blunt object. Oh my gosh. Wait, can we br- very, very quickly talk about the freeze frames at the end though? Because like, I like they didn't, at least I didn't see this on Vicky when I was watching Secret Garden, the freeze frames. But when I'd watched, um, I watched one other secret or one other Secret Garden, one other Korean drama before. And at the end they did do the freeze frames, but they also did like the freeze frames with like yogurt ads. Like there were like ads that come up at the bottom too. Oh my God. Yeah. So this time I was like, oh my gosh, there's the freeze frames and there weren't ads with it. But it was like, like, it was like freeze frame of like, you know, Roy Bull cut with a big rock over his head and freeze frame <laughs> of Draco being like, ah, don't murder me with this rock in front oh, of the hospital. I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know what? That's a nice benefit of uh, Netflix too, I guess. You don't have to s- plaster all these like shameless uh, ads and, you know, product placement everywhere, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks, Netflix. Thanks, Netflix. Thanks, mm. Netflix. All right. Any any other final comments? Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's put a bow on it. Put a bow on put it. Put it under the tree. I guess that's it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling really stuffy in this closet I'm recording from. Yeah, I uh, got really hot, hot too. I don't know. Why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I noticed you took. Yeah. <laughs> I am luxuriating in this sweater that I'm wearing. All right. Well, um, then with that, maybe you should go for a run if you're listening uh, and uh, take a breather. And we shall too. And see you next time for episode two. Thanks for listening. This is Steve signing out. This is Gabby. This is Gabby. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, and our executive producers are Will Choi, Phil Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod, and if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck podcast at podcastpotluck.com. Hi, I'm Marvin. And I'm Rira. We're the host of Books and Boba, a book club and podcast dedicated to books by Asian and Asian American authors. Every month we pick a book by an Asian author to read and discuss on the show. We read a wide variety of genres from contemporary to historical fiction, fantasy to memoirs, and crime thrillers to romance. Some of our past book club picks are Pachinko by Min Jin Lee, Sorcerer to the Crown by Zen Cho, and Devotion of Suspect X by Keigo Higashino. We also go over what's new in the Asian American literary world and chat with some talented Asian authors about their work. So whether you want to start reading for fun again or diversify your TBR list, we got your Asian literature cravings covered. For more info, check out our website at booksandboba.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Part of the Potluck Podcast Collective.